So, is it that time in your life yet? Do you feel like your family is complete and you and your spouse want to not worry about changing that? Well, the decision can be difficult, but the recovery doesn't have to be. After your vasectomy, you gotta get testes. Doctors usually recommend a jock strap and ice for your boys to help with comfort. Well, testes is the best of both worlds. This is for the man who is out on the go and needs to get things done. You get the ice packs from the freezer, strap up, and saddle up. The packs give you at least 20 minutes of comfort, even if you're just sitting around watching the game. And most important, guys, no wet spots. Put on the jock strap under your briefs and go about your day. They come in three sizes, medium, large, and extra large to get your right fit. Now head on over to testes.com. That's T-E-S-T-E-E-Z-E.com. T-E-S-T-E-E-Z-E.com. Your wife is going to thank you for the snip, and your testes are going to be thanking me. Hello everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Day of Spring Discussions. I'm your host, Sean McGahee, and this is a show where we talk about movies, TV, sci-fi, fantasy, comic books. If you geek out about it, we're going to talk about it. You can listen to Day of Spring Discussions on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Patreon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever, guys. While you're there, go and rate, review, subscribe, then head on over to the Facebook group, Twitter account, or hit us up at dayspringdiscussions at gmail.com and join in the conversation. Well, hello, everyone. It feels like forever since I've done one of these guys. Yes, I know. I've been away for several weeks. Um, you know, it just comes down to the fact that, again, this is a hobby for me. I don't make any money off of this. I do it in my spare time. It's very last on my free time to-do list. And, of course, if there's some, I have any free time... I usually spend it, you know, watching uh, some kind of show I'm trying to catch up on or some movie or even, you know, spending time with my daughter. Heaven forbid, I know, but that's why I haven't done this. But also I haven't done this in a while because I only like to do this when I feel like there's something actually to talk about. And there's news still happening, you know, despite what's going on in the world and, and all that. Um, there, there's still entertainment news that is happening. Movies are still coming out. Things are, you know, still being casted and made, and especially now that, you know, a lot of sets are, are being pandemic safe uh, and stuff like that. So I understand there are still things that are happening, but to me, it's about, you know, having uh, an excitement for what is happening and have a, a real honest opinion about the story. Uh, that's when I want to do an episode. That's when I try to do an episode, and it seems like it hasn't been that way in a while, although uh, I was going to do one about the recent episode of Mandalorian. I still might, actually, or at least talk a little Mandalorian, maybe with the next couple of days if uh, my wife and I can find the time to do that. But anyway, the reason I am doing an episode right now is uh, story just broke a couple hours ago, not even an hour ago, actually, uh, that Wonder Woman 1984 is officially going to debut on the HBO Max streaming service the exact same day that it will be shown or released in theaters in the U.S. on December 24th. Now, it's said that internationally, it's going to open up December 16th in theaters. U.S. is going to be the 24th, so let's just focus on um, 
domestic and you know we're not worried about what we're talking about as far as internationally now to say this is huge news um in the the movie theater or studio entertainment industry i think would really be an understatement actually because the reason i want to do this episode is warner brothers seems to be the only ones that are really you know doing what they have to to kind of stay on top of this pandemic. Um, It's an unprecedented situation. I totally understand. And, you know, it's one of those things that is going to lead to the downfall of the movie theaters, unfortunately, or at least cut a lot of movie theaters, um, you know, very significantly is what's going to happen. And it's sad. And that's why I want to talk about this is kind of a, a big milestone in the drama that is the entertainment side, the movie side of the COVID-19 pandemic. So Warner Brothers has decided, or Time Warner decided, to release Wonder Woman 1984 on streaming the same day as theaters, uh, mainly because there aren't a lot of theaters open right now in the U.S. A lot of theaters are still closed. My local Cinemark Theater is still open. Actually, I've gone several times to see uh, movies in the last couple months. I went, I think, just a week ago and saw that new Kevin Costner film, um, and honestly, I think this, the theater is being very safe as far as social distancing and all that stuff. And I, I completely applaud them. I think movie theaters, you know, I've been there. I've been to um, a couple other chains. And I think movie theaters are being the safest out of all the type of businesses when it comes to uh, dealing with the pandemic and trying to keep everyone safe, but still trying to uh, run a business. But the problem is, if movies aren't out that people want to see, then, you know, you're still not getting the business. You could play, you know, Toy Story and Harry Potter all you want in your theaters, but, you know, you're only going to get so many people for that. You have to show them something that they haven't seen to get them to come out. Wonder Woman 1984 is a highly anticipated film. It's supposed to have a big summer opening. Could possibly have been a billion-dollar film. Now it's not even going to come close to it, uh, sadly. So let me go through the story first, and I'm going to backtrack because really what I want to talk about is the whole pandemic and its um, effect on the industry and how Wonder Woman factors in. So I initially heard the story on Variety. Um, You know, if you look on Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, they're all running it, but Variety is the one that I first saw it posted on. And of course, like I said, they're saying that they're going to release the film on HBO Max the same day as they release in theaters on Christmas Day. So Ann Sarnoff, chairman and CEO of Warner Brothers Media Studios and Networks Group said, quote, As we navigate these unprecedented times, we had to be innovative in keeping our businesses moving forward while counting to super serve our fans. This is an amazing film that really comes to life on the big screen and working with our partners in the exhibition community, we will provide that option to consumers in the U.S. where theaters are open. We realize that a lot of consumers can't go back to the theaters due to the pandemic, so we also want to give them the option to see Wonder Woman 1984 via our HBO Max platform. Now, another thing, the uh, director, Patty Jenkins, of the film, she came out, I think it was a month ago around that time, and she said she is committed to making sure that Wonder Woman 84 goes to theaters. This kind of, you know, is her fulfilling that promise, but also the studio being like, hey, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do something here. And I'll get to a little bit why I think this is a, a smart play 
for Time Warner and uh, Warner Brothers here. But um, Patty Jenkins hopped on her Twitter account or social media account and uh, kind of reacted to the news as well. She said, quote, the time has come. At some point, you have to choose to share my love and joy. You have to give over everything else. We love our movie as we love our fans, so we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. To all of you. There we go. Uh, watch it in theaters where it is made safe to do so. Quote, check out the great work theaters have done to make it so and available in the safety of your home on HBO Max where it is not. Happy holidays to all of you. We hope to enjoy you enjoy our film as much as we enjoyed making it okay so that's from the director patty jenkins and really what this is is kind of a big shock to uh the theater industry and and it's really what it's coming down to so as a guy who loves going to the movies and i love movies i love watching movies i love going to the movies the number one thing about seeing a movie is the best place i don't care what kind of home theater system you have seeing it in theaters is the best possible experience to see any movie any movie Okay, I don't care what it is. Now, I know, you know, for me, I don't see every movie in theaters. I I know I don't. But, you know, the big action movies and, uh, you know, blockbusters like Wonder Woman 1984, like a Black Widow, like a Tenant, are meant to be seen in theaters with big screens, big effects, big sound. That's the, the best way to experience them. And both the theaters and the studios know there is a very um you know symbiotic relationship between the two of them um you know let's let's go back okay so when the pandemic hit okay movie theaters closed down entertainment kind of closed down and studios were left with these uh movies that were going to come out starting you know may april is early these bigger budget films that they bank on to make them money that lasts the rest of the year. Like Wonder Woman 1984, like I said, had the potential to hit a billion dollars. The first Wonder Woman film, I think, hit 800 million, I believe. So, you know, everyone, it was re- well received by critics and fans. So it had the potential to make more money than the first one. And it, that money could have, you know, made Warner Brothers a lot of money. Now they're putting on the streaming service. And um, again, let me back up before I get to Wonder Woman 1984. So everything shuts down and theaters are left with, hey, our studios are left with, hey, what are we going to do with these movies that we spent a lot of money on that were supposed to make us a lot of money? All they are is sitting there. And, you know, for those of you who you don't know, yes, studios have a lot of money, but movies they cost a lot of money to make. And it's much like, you know, you buying your car, buying your house, okay? They borrow money from the banks. And all they are is getting interest on these films, on these budgets every month that goes by. So eventually, you either have to release your film to try to make your money back, or, you know, you got to pay the pay the pay back somehow. Pay back the interest. Pay pay what you borrowed. Though, you know, that's the way it is for all of us and movie studios are no different. So the longer they sit on movies like Wonder Woman 1984 or Black Widow, um, you know, what the more they're going to have to pay back in the long run. Now, usually 
um, a movie like Wonder Woman 1884 that costs, you know, 150 to 200 million dollars, like I said, it makes 800 million to a billion dollars. So there's plenty of money to pay back the budget, the interest, and then some to go around. But, you know, the longer you sit on it, the more it's going to, harder it's going to get to, to pay back because the, the bigger the, uh, the payback is going to have to be. So, Going back to spring, the first one out of the gate that kind of uh, did something was Trolls 2 World Tour, okay? So this film by Universal, it was set to come out in, in the spring and had a budget of $90 million, okay? So what Universal did was they decided just to release it on VOD. They decided, nope, we're skipping the theater experience, or no, they decided they were going to do theater and same day um, BOD is what it was, right? So I remember it was in the spring. I was not working at the time because my job had shut down. Um, and, you know, people were saying, great, we can spend $20 to uh, rent this movie as opposed to spending, you know, 40 or $50 seat in theaters. That, that's great. Um, me, I did not do it because honestly, while I was curious about the film, I was not going to spend $20 to rent a Trolls movie. Um, I waited a couple months and you know what? When it came out on uh, digital and uh, Blu-ray to buy, I bought the movie for 20 bucks actually for my daughter. So, you know, that seemed like the one place to go for me. So $90 million was the budget. This film, as of today, has made almost $38 million, okay? And with movies, remember, you have, as far as the, the total of the movies, remember, you have the budget, how much it costs to make it, you have whatever interest needs to be paid. You also have marketing. You know, it costs money to market a movie as well with commercials, posters, uh, online uh, advertising, all that stuff. Roughly, if you take the budget of a film, you want the film to make triple the budget uh, in order for it to be profitable, I guess you would say. So this film cost $90 million, which means it probably needed to make about 180 uh, what, $270 million, uh, to be profitable. Obviously, it didn't even make its budget back, so it was a tank for Universal, uh, plus it kind of made the theaters a little mad about releasing it the same day on BOD than it did on, um, you know, the theaters the same day. Uh, so it was all just, you know, one big mess, and theaters were kind of upset about that. Um, the next one that I feel like kind of uh, set, set the bar was Mulan, right? Mulan, you know, another big budget film that was supposed to come out this summer and make a lot of money. Um, and Disney was kind of sitting on it. And they're like, what do we do? Well, okay, we have our new Disney Plus streaming service. We're going to put it on there, but we're going to charge people extra. And this, of course, made people upset about that because people who pay for Disney Plus every month don't want to pay another $30 to watch this movie as well. Me, I was like, look, the studios are trying to get whatever money they can. This is the only way they can release it right now to have any kind of uh, revenue coming in for the film. It's, you know, and people, sure, you want to complain about that? That's great. You know, you wait a couple months or whatever, I think it was, and it was available for free, or now it's on, uh, you know, Blu-ray, and uh, it's on Redbox, and all that stuff. If you wanted to wait, 
you have that choice, much like you have every time a movie comes out and it comes out in theaters and you have the choice of paying $12 or $15 or however much to go see in theaters versus, again, you know, paying uh, $2 to rent it at Redbox a couple months later. You have that choice, okay? So why people were bitching about that, I don't know. So anyway, uh, the budget for Mulan was $200 million. And as of right now, uh, the film has made... 66 million dollars so again a movie roughly you want to make about three times your budget uh, to include your marketing your interests and all that stuff so it needed to make about 600 million dollars to consider it profitable it has made 66 million dollars um as of right now uh, looking it up uh again disaster really really disaster but this is just these are studios that just want to cut the bleeding you know they want to you know do what they can try to make any money off of it they can um just to you know cut off the 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 interest rates and just try to pay off what you can cut your losses i guess is what they're trying to do and that's you know that's what it's all come down to at this point um so then uh, the next one out of the gate was Tenet. Now, Tenet, Warner Brothers rolled the dice on Tenet, and I got to give them a lot of credit for this. Tenet decided, hey, we're getting released in theaters, okay? None of this, you know, going to VOD at all. This is a Christopher Nolan film. People love Christopher Nolan. It's a, a, a big spectacle film. So we're going out, and people are going to see it in theaters, uh, those who can at least. So the budget for... Tenet was $205 million. The total gross so far for Tenet is $207 million. So they've made the most money out of all these bigger films that have come out. Still not great considering the film, you know, needed to make about $600 million to be profitable. Uh, so not great, but it was a start because this film also, if you've gone, if you look, has been in theaters by itself pretty much for months and it you know it, it's been slowly chipping away making more and more money i don't know if it's even still in theaters honestly uh, i don't see why it's not but you know i saw it i think first or second weekend i believe i saw it uh in theaters and again the theater i went to social distancing was happening you had to wear your mask unless you were eating your popcorn you wore your mask in the lobby disinfecting the seats all that stuff the safety protocols are there and with Tenet it was a little different because Tenet like I said it was the last one to come out of these movies and it was supposed to be the first because when Tenet came out it was back when Black Widow was supposed to come out in November and Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in November and all these other films were supposed to follow suit but they didn't because they saw what happened to Tenet they saw that first penguin dive into the water and get gobbled up by that seal okay and all the other studios got scared and said nope we don't want to do that loss. We don't want to take these films that are going to make a billion dollars and take a loss like that. Nope, we're pulling them back. We're going to put it at the end of the year. We're going to put it in 2021 when all this is, you know, behind us or whatever. It's not, okay? And this is kind of where I'm going to go off on a little tangent for a little bit, so just bear with me on this. It's everyone else left Tenet high and dry, okay? Warner Brothers, Christopher Nolan, they were the ones that first say, hey, we got to get back to normal, guys, okay? So we're going to put Tenet out knowing it's not going to make the money we want it to, the money we need it to. It was about getting people back into the theaters is what it is. And Tenet 
Black Widow, Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know what other films are supposed to come out. Uh, you know, Mulan was supposed to come out. Uh, Dune was supposed to come out next um, month too. All these movies, these big budget summer movies, are that were supposed to that people go to see. Everyone goes to see these movies, right? At least everyone I know goes to see these movies that people want to see. They all backed away. So of course the theaters are hurting because of this. If they would have stuck to it. It, it was it was the act of getting people to the theaters, to getting them to go see a movie they want to see. So they would walk inside the theaters and say, hey, the theaters are playing it safe. They're disinfecting seats. They're doing social distancing. They're, you know, doing everything they're supposed to do and more to make sure that you're safe when you're watching this movie. OK, and it didn't happen. Tenet went, everyone else was supposed to follow, and it should have driven people back into the theaters to get them to see, hey, it's okay to go to the movies. But it didn't. Instead, Tenet was hung out to dry, sacrificial lamb, and everyone else ran off scared. And that kind of pisses me off, okay? Yes, Black Widow, if you put it out in November, uh, it wasn't going to make the money you wanted it to. But it's not about Black Widow. It's about Eternals. It's about all the other Disney films that are going to come out after it, okay? You can't keep pushing these movies back. Eventually, you have to release a movie in theaters. Why? Because you have to get people back into the theaters if the theaters are going to survive. That's what happened. The theaters have opened up, okay? They are trying to survive at this point, okay? But the studios are scared. They want to make their money. They want to make the money. These movies cost $200 million to make. They need to make $600 million on it. If it's not going to make $600 million, we're not going to release it, is what they're talking about. And I totally understand that. But at the same time, they're not going to make their $600 million if the theaters aren't there to show the goddamn movie, okay? Somebody has to grow a pair of balls, put one of their movies out in theaters, and then follow suit to get people back into the movies is what it's all about, okay? People are going to grocery stores and Target and, you know, God knows what else, okay? It's the same thing. You need to get them in there to show them, hey, I, I want to go see Black Widow, but, uh, you know, I really want to see this movie, but I'm not so sure. Um, I'm going to go and try to, and, you know, try to stay it safe. Oh, wait, the theaters are kind of safe. Hey, I had a good experience. I felt very safe when I was watching this movie. Plus, I enjoyed the movie. What? Wonder Woman's coming out next month? Well, I had a good experience. I felt safe in it. I'll go see Wonder Woman too. That's what was supposed to happen. But instead, Tenet came out. Everyone saw that it got gobbled up and didn't make the money that it originally was supposed to make. So everyone has run off scared into 2021. And God, ugh. I mean, I get it. You want to make your money. I, I get it. But you're not going to make your money, okay, unless you put movies out that are going to drive people into the theaters, okay? Like I said, you put Black Widow out there, it's not going to make the money you want. It's not. But if you get those people who want to see Black Widow in there to see that the theaters are safe, then when Eternals comes out, they're going to go see Eternals and they're going to tell people that it's safe and go see more money to go see that next Marvel movie or that next Disney film, okay? That's what it's about. And the theaters are the ones that are suffering, okay? The theaters are barely hanging on by a thread. They're, you know what? Is it Regal? Shut down again, okay? They said, hey, we, we don't want to stay open. We're not making any money. We're just, you know, burning 
off cash. We're going to close down again. Cinemark and AMC, they're trying to stay open. Um, you know, I've gone, like I said, several times to my local theater, which is a Cinemark, to try to support them as much as I can because I go to the theaters and I felt safe there, okay? And and that's what I've been trying to do. You know, every couple weeks, I think I've been to a movie because I can see how safe it is to go to the movie theaters. I'm being safe. The theater's being safe. And I I'm fine with it really is what it comes down to. And, um, you know, they, I don't know what they need to do, but, um, they need to get people in because if the theaters aren't there, the theaters can't survive. Then, you know, the studios who want to make their $600 million off their Wonder Woman 1984, their Black Widow or whatever, they make that money by releasing it in theaters. Obviously releasing it on BOD doesn't help at all okay so what's going to happen is if the theaters collapse movie studios are going to be like oh hey brad pitt uh yeah we got your next movie what you want 10 million dollars no 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 we don't have the budget for that because the money's not going to make that much money you're going to go for 1 million dollars okay and that's what's going to happen is everybody's paycheck in hollywood is going to go down because uh, movie budgets are going to go down as well because movies aren't going to make as much money as they do in theaters than they do on VOD. And again, that's going to, uh, while I say I think it's kind of a good thing because I don't think, you know, some people in Hollywood, especially actors, get paid way too much. I think it's, you know, going to degrade the, the the quality, honestly, of the product as far as you know big spectacle films and you know their special effects and how they're meant to be seen and how they you know uh, affect everything um it's just god it's, it's it's something you know when i when i saw this wonder woman story it really kind of hit me at the heart because of you know i love going to the movies i love going to the movies and every time you know the last couple of months i've gone to the movies i've i've seen i've reminded how often you know you go to the movie I used to go to the movie, you know, once once a week at least maybe, and now it's every couple of weeks right now. Um, even we went and saw The Empire Strikes Back a couple of weeks ago with uh, me, my wife, my daughter, and a couple of friends of ours. And my wife, who's seen Empire Strikes Back, you know, a dozen or more times at least, you know, probably a dozen times since we've been together because <laughs> I watch it so goddamn much. Even, you know, her and my friends said how much better it is to see a movie that was, you know, 40 years old, how much better it is to see it up on the big screen than it is at home on our, you know, big screen TV, but not a big screen theater experience. So this is just a, a fundamental shift in the movie entertainment industry. And this pandemic is affecting everything. If the if the the new, movie, the new movies don't come out, then the theaters can't make enough money to you know stay stay uh, open. So so then that the studios can't make the money they need to you know support their budgets, and you know their budgets will go down. And it's 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 a like I said, it's a symbiotic relationship between movie theaters and movie studios. And if movie theaters can't stay open because movie studios aren't releasing their movies, then the theaters could go under. And that would cause the movie studios to decrease their budget significantly for their films to where, you know, maybe we don't get as good a product. Now, I'm of the mind that some actors and actresses shouldn't get paid that much. Uh, maybe even some directors, some other people, whatever. Um, if anything, I would say, you know, try. I, want, I still want the same special effects quality, but... You know, like I said, Brad Pitt doesn't need $10 million for one movie. But hey, he's got a lot of people to take care of, I'm sure. But either way, that brings us up to date to Wonder Woman 1984. And 
months ago, of course, there were rumors that, you know, well, you know, Black Widow could go to Disney Plus and Wonder Woman 1984 could go to uh, HBO Max. And we're like, no, you know, especially since the studios and directors are like, no, that's not going to happen. They paid a lot of money for these movies to be made. They need to be profitable because these are the tentpole films the studios rely on to make their money for the whole year is what it is. Well, of course, this pandemic has gone on longer than anybody uh, thought or would like it to because some people don't want to wear a fucking mask. And I'm not going to go into that spiel, uh, even though that pisses me off even more than this. But in either event here, um, here's what here's what this situation says to me. I'm going to go see Wonder Woman 1984 in theaters. My local theater is open. Um, I, you know, again, I've been there several times. I feel safe going there. I understand uh, some people don't feel safe, and that is totally fine. I totally get it. Understandable to each his own. Um, but Wonder Woman 1984, even the director says, you know, it's a, a to get the best experience you need to see in theaters. That's why I went and saw Tenet. I went and saw Tenet in theaters because I know that's the way it was meant to be seen. That's the way the director made the film for the big screen theaters that's what it was and that's why this movie was made and black widow was made um it's how you're supposed to see this movie and again i feel safe going to my local theater so that's the way i'm going to go see it i'm even thinking right now um i might even chip in the money to rent a theater out if the 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 theater will let me you know um you know because if i rent a theater out get about 20 friends that i i really know um chip in a couple bucks i mean it's probably less than an actual movie theater ticket to go see it if you do it that way but that's a a future idea of mine but wonder woman 1984 same day which you know if you go back to what is it march or april or whatever and trolls 2 came out in you know on vod the same day it came out in theaters and movie theaters were all pissed off about it now at this point I, i you know i don't know I haven't heard anything from any local theaters or chains like Cinemark or AMC, but at this point, they're like, what? It's coming out? Oh, thank God this movie's finally coming out because I'm sure they're going to get, no matter, even the fact that it's coming on HBO Max, you're going to get more people to go see this in theaters than they would to go see, like I said, um, Empire Strikes Back or Hocus Pocus, I'm sure. Um, movies that are 20 plus years old. Uh, so I think at this point <laughs> in the in the year in the in the business industry, they're probably ha- just happy they're getting it at this point. And that it's going to be maybe not a lot, but some kind of revenue. But also, they got to compete with HBO Max. Now here's this: is that HBO Max? I subscribe to HBO Max. Um, it just popped up on Fire Stick, which. I think there's something going on here with the fact that just yesterday it was announced that they finally put it on Fire Stick. Um, and I'm not sure if it's on Roku yet, but I know it's on Fire Stick, which when it comes to streaming, people have Roku's Fire Sticks and some smart TVs too. But Roku's and Fire Sticks make up a majority of how people stream Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, all that stuff. So yesterday they come out and say, hey, HBO Max is coming to Fire Stick so you can you know, get it on your Fire Stick. And now they say, hey, this big budget movie that a lot of people want to see is going to be on HBO, available on HBO Max. I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't at all. Plus, <laughs> numbers have come out in regards to Disney Plus and how big a success their first year has been as far as uh, streaming numbers and subscribers, right? 
And, you know, it's almost double, I think, what HBO Max and Peacock and some of the other streaming services have combined uh, is what it is. They're not up near near Netflix yet, but Disney Plus has had a very successful year as far as their subscriber base. HBO Max wants that. They want those numbers too. And how are they going to do that? By taking a film that is highly anticipated by a lot of people and putting it on the streaming service and saying, hey, you can either pay us $13, you know, for a month or whatever uh, to watch Wonder Woman 1984, or you can go to theaters, you know, and pay for it, you know, and, and obviously HBO Max is going to be cheaper if you just, you know, pay even one month for a subscription. Of course, they're thinking you're going to jump on there and you're going to see all the other content they have. And of course, going to be blown away, which I have no doubt. But by the time Wonder Woman 1984 comes to HBO Max, that homepage of HBO Max is going to be decked out with all Warner Brothers and Time Warner's most popular things like, you know, uh, Big Bang Theory, Game of Thrones, um, you know, all the all the DC movies, all that stuff is going to be right there on that homepage to where you have to scroll and look at all the other content on HBO Max to get to Wonder Woman 1984. And of course, they're going to try to lure you and, and make you keep HBO Max by getting Wonder Woman 1984 on there to bring you in. And honestly, it's it's a good marketing ploy, you know? It's a great marketing ploy, much like, you know, um, Disney tried to do with Mulan, where it was like, hey, you have to pay $30 to see Mulan, and you also have to pay for a Disney Plus subscription, you know? So you had to get Disney Plus in order to even think about getting or watching Mulan. I understand it. Um, and even, you know, Disney has come out and said, I think it was a couple months ago, that, you know, their their studios aren't making money. Their parks aren't making any money. The only thing that's making Disney money really right now is their streaming service. So they're going to decide to put more money into it. And I'm sure Warner Brothers and Time Warner and Universal and all these other studios that have got streaming services out now are all seek, saying the same thing because this pandemic does not look like it's going to let up because people are too stupid to wear a goddamn mask. But anyway, <laughs> try not, I'm trying to stay away from that, okay? But this is like dominoes falling, okay? This is it, okay? Not only is it coming to the streaming service, it's coming for free. You know, you don't got to pay extra like Mulan or you don't, it's not going just to theaters like Tenant, okay? So that little thing about Black Widow, say no way Disney would let Black Widow, you know, go just straight to Disney Plus. This right here makes me think they could. Makes me, give me a high probability that Black Widow could come to Disney Plus. I think it's a high, high probability at this point that Black Widow goes to Disney Plus the same day as it's released in theaters or whatever. You know, that's, it, it's what it is. And, and this is just a huge domino to fall and a huge domino uh, in regards to the the future of the movie industry and, you know, possibly the, the movie theaters, um, all of it. It's all connected, like I've been saying. And uh, to take a big movie like this, and put it on a streaming service the same day uh, you want to try to release it in theaters where most of the theaters aren't even open, um, it's, I think it says something right now. And I think we're looking at a fundamental shift in uh, the entertainment industry. And uh, it's, this is the, the, you know, a big domino that's falling. And I, stuff's going to happen. You know? uh, and stuff that we never thought we'd see uh, is going to happen, I believe. 
and uh, this is just the first sign. But for me, like I said, my local theater's open. I've been there several times. I feel safe there. I'm going to go see Wonder Woman 1984 in theaters. Whether anyone's going to come with me, I don't know. I don't care. That's the way Patty Jenkins and everyone who worked on this film wanted it to be seen. I know it is the absolute best way to see this film, so that is how I'm going to go experience it for the first time. After that, I have HBO Max. I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch it once, maybe twice, whatever, on HBO Max. But the initial first thing I want to do is see it how it's meant to be seen. And also, I want to support my local theaters because, again, the best way to see a movie is in theaters. And uh, if this keeps happening, I don't know how much longer theaters are going to be open, or at least significantly diminished. You're not going to get, you know, thousands upon millions of theaters uh, around the country like we do now. And um, it, it makes me sad. It makes me happy we get the film, uh, but also makes me a little sad that uh, this is the studio's kind of, you know, again, bending a little bit and saying, hey, we paid for this film. Let's just, you know, cut off the 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 arm to try to save the body. And uh, it's, it's, it's something. I know I probably messed up that metaphor, but definitely got me a tizzle. And the more I talk about it, the more I'm getting a tizzle about it. But anyway, guys, I've talked out way too much about this. So fire back, of course. Let me know what you think. What do you think the repercussions there are? Are you going to try to see it in theaters if you can? Or are you just going to watch it on HBO Max? Or are you going to borrow your friend's HBO Max account and just watch it that way? Um, I want to know. I seriously want to know what you're going to do. You know, are, are you, are you going to try to see it in theaters or just go straight to HBO Max? Uh, let me know, guys. Fire back, of course. Facebook group, Twitter account, any of the the streaming sites or where you're listening to this right now, you can comment there. Let me know because I think this is a big deal. I think it's a very big deal, and uh, which is why I've talked about it for over 30 minutes now. So that's it, guys. Of course, um, go out, enjoy your day, enjoy your lives, and until next time, may the Force be with us all. So, is it that time in your life yet? Do you feel like your family is complete and you and your spouse want to not worry about changing that? Well, the decision can be difficult, but the recovery doesn't have to be. After your vasectomy, you gotta get testes. Doctors usually recommend a jock strap and ice for your boys to help with comfort. Well, testes is the best of both worlds. This is for the man who is out on the go and needs to get things done. You get the ice packs from the freezer, strap up, and saddle up. The packs give you at least 20 minutes of comfort, even if you're just sitting around watching the game. And most important, guys, no wet spots. Put on the jock strap under your briefs and go about your day. They come in three sizes, medium, large, and extra large, to get your right fit. Now head on over to testes.com. That's T-E-S-T-E-E-Z-E.com. T-E-S-T-E-E-Z-E.com. Your wife is going to thank you for the snip, and your testes are going to be thanking me.